Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is 714. Uh, it's raining in the area. Maybe some heavy rain. The National Weather Service, obviously nobody really knows. I mean, there could be a chance for heavy showers. They had three inches in Baton Rouge earlier. Phil Grigsby, National Weather Service, saying it didn't look that heavy uh, for us, but we'll get a break around noon into the afternoon. Then it picks up again tonight, unfortunately, just in time for the um, high school football games. Brad Lumine joins us now, our good friend, co-host of Hall State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup. How you doing, Brad? I'm doing well, but, man, I am watching that weather. And uh, we made it through the year without having a really bad Friday night. And uh, I think i got to keep the Comrex dry tonight or Danny Miller's going to yell at me. Yeah, you better do that. Danny Miller, our engineer in the Comrex, is a liberty thing that people – uh, maybe don't know about, but that, that's something that we can broadcast, and it's amazing how small that technology is, don't you think, Brad? Uh, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we can go anywhere, and as long as we basically have an internet connection, we can broadcast live. And you know, I'll, I'll share a secret: the listeners really don't know where you are. You could be at your house and broadcasting. Uh, I, we did a lot of that after the storm. We did. Well, I worked from home for a long time after COVID, and it amazed me how I thought there'd be this big, elaborate setup. It's about the size of a cigar box. That's it, and you're ready yeah. to go. Um, exactly. This this all state Sugar Bowl prep football roundup. I love it. I've been listening for years and years because, I, like I said, I think we put high school on the air. And whether you're a football fan or not, it's just fun to listen and travel around the state and listen to the updates on the different games. How long have you guys been doing this? And and this is a passion of yours, isn't it, uh, Brad? Yeah, I mean, look, I graduated in uh, mass communications from LSU, as did Alan Waddell, my co-host uh, from SLU. And uh, we just love doing it. We, we have a passion for, you know, doing journalism and then high school football because it's, it's football and it's sports in its purest form. Uh, all the grandparents and parents and aunts and uncles, brothers, sisters, everybody comes out to watch these kids play, to watch, you know, the, the, their daughters and the cheerleading team or the dance team or whatever their kids might be in the band, the auxiliary units. It's just really fun. I mean, I've been doing it for like 27 years now. I know we've been doing it for that long here at the station. And it's just it's just a really thing, a really fun thing to do. It's, it's as you said, Tommy. It's a passion. Some people just have passions to do this, and you know we do. And thankfully, the the station gives us the opportunity to display that and share that with everybody. We, as you said, we travel around the state. I mean, look, we travel probably more than Latoya. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that now. Come on. She's going to Dubai this weekend. I, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, the budget hadn't let us go outside the state of Louisiana. So. Uh, but but uh, y'all do a great job. You really do. And you talk about uh, Lou Valton, also uh, one of the co-hosts. I went to high school with Lou. He didn't play high school football, but certainly he knows the game because he won a state championship at Hanville. Um, did you play Brad or not? I'm just curious. Uh, I, I did, and then I didn't. Um, so... A little bit, yeah. Where at? Uh, so I played at actually uh, I played varsity at Riverside, and then I moved to St. Charles Catholic. But I stopped playing at St. Charles and actually started doing this. Um, really? And yeah. Well, were so, you? I'm uh, just curious. What'd you play? Uh, played tight end and safety. Wow, how about that? Very athletic guy. Tell me about the games tonight. So look, we got a lot of local teams uh, still in the hunt tonight. 
We'll start with the non-select side. We, the Mandeville Skippers have had an extraordinary season. They have just been rolling through the playoffs. They're scoring a lot of points. If you ever get a chance to watch Mandeville play this year, you know they're literally running back Nate Shepard. This kid is a machine. Last week, Mandeville had to play airline up in Shreveport. They loaded 56 points on airline. This is a game that Mandeville had 541 yards at offense. Airline had 428 yards in offense. So together, these two teams almost had 1,000 yards in total offense. Mandeville comes away with a win for the first time. I'm sorry, for the fourth time in school history. And for the first time since 2015, they're going to make it to the semifinals tonight. They're running back, as I said, Nate Shepard. He is a machine. Kid had 258 yards and not one, not two, but get this, Tommy, six touchdowns against Airline. So Mandeville is advanced. They're going to travel back to North Louisiana tonight uh, to play Ruston. Some early exits last week for some teams that had great seasons. Yeah, so Destrahan had the winning streak for the state of Louisiana, and we watched them play against Zachary last week, and uh, Zachary defeated Destrahan 35-14. to Zachary's got a little running back, Cameron Thomas, number 27. This kid is shifty. He had 243 yards and a touchdown. They also have this huge tight end, uh, six foot six, about 220 pounds. His name's Trey Des Green. Remember That's that? That's a man. That's a man. Yeah. <laughs> it, and look. This kid, he also plays basketball. He's committed to LSU. He's going to try to play both basketball and football for LSU. He's 6'6", and they threw him two touchdown passes right in front of where we were situated in the end zone. He jumped up and high-pointed, and when I say he mossed the defender, he, he mossed the defender. What's his name, Brad, again? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Trey Dez Green. His, I mean, he was so high, Tommy. Like, he's 6'6", and then he just elevated. Like, his crotchal area was, like, on top of the head of the defender. That's how high this kid That's got. That's pretty high. That's high pointing. What yeah. Had... Uh, you know, another team, like you said, local team that unfortunately had a great season, Holy Cross. They had not been to a final game since 1967, but they lost Acadiana last week, 28-14. to Acadiana is just this beer machine. All they do is run. It's kind of similar to Curtis. Curtis will throw passes here and there. Acadiana, they had 22 rushes with zero passes in the first one and a half quarters of the game. Their little running back, Jonah Goche, I mean, I guess today's the day for running backs that we talk about. He had 213 yards and three touchdowns. He averaged 12 and a half yards per carry. So if you've got a kid that averages 12 and a half yards per carry, you're going to feed the beast. That's what Acadiana did last week against Holy Cross, and they got the win. But Acadiana is going to come to town tonight. And they're going to play Edna Carr. That's going to be a really tough task for them. But another local team that's going to be playing in the semifinals on the other side is the Archbishop Rommel Raiders. Tim is stoked. I could see him jumping behind. Oh, wait, the we can take right a break. Now. We can take a break. I'm stoked about another team that's going to be playing as well. Um, my Shaw Eagles. We'll talk about that when we come back. Holy Cross, a little conflict with Tad Gormley that kind of didn't didn't help him. Right, they had to go play in Hammond. 
Yeah, they, they had to go play in Hammond because of a conflict and a bylaw uh, that requires games to be played between 5 and 8 p.m. So because celebration in the Oaks, they couldn't get Gormley during the night, so they had to go out to Hammond, uh, and that's where they played that game last week. All right, let's pick it up. We come back. Brad Lumine talking about Rummel and Shaw when we come back and more. 721 traffic now, WWL. 727, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to our friend Brad Lumine. He, along with Alan Waddell, Coach Lou Valden, tentatively will be live from Laplace, where the St. Charles Catholic Comets hosts the U-High Cubs. Brad, when it comes to playoffs and cancellation or postponement of games, it would lightning, I guess, would be the thing that would cause that, not the rain? Yeah, lightning's the only thing. If we have lightning in the area and it's detected, you'll have a, a certain delay, and, and they try to play it. And, again, look, because we're in the playoffs, you have this this time frame that you got to play it uh, if necessary. And I guess it gets postponed to too late during the night. They could come back and play them tomorrow, but the games got to be have to be done because some of these teams will be playing as early as next week on Thursday in the dome because the dome will be on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday next week for the state championships. And at that point, they waive the have to play in the evening rule, which you think they could have done, but that's then and we'll keep moving forward talk about rummel what's happening with tim's rummel raiders and don dubuque's hey, rummel raiders the rummel raiders are on a roll look i became a fan of rummel when i watched him play against edna Carr a few weeks ago at strawberry stadium they took Carr down to the wire and actually had a chance to win the game we walked away really impressed with the team that we saw play against Carr, and they played st paul's last week uh, their quarterback, General, uh, General Buggage, and their running back, Jade Martin, combined for 185 yards and four touchdowns with those two guys. Now, St. Paul's is a team that's known for their defense. They were only allowing 12 points a game. They had never allowed more than 23 a game this season, and Rommel hung 35 on them. Rommel's a team that I had said that it's a sleeper team. They're a low-seeded team. They're going to make some noise, and they made some noise. They've now braided all the way to the semis. They've got Catholic tonight. And if they can run away with a victory at Catholic tonight, you could have a, I mean, basically a rematch of a district game that we saw. We could have a rematch, Carr and Rummel in the Dome for a state championship. Right, tell me about uh, Shaw. Shaw, look, I told you that Shaw game was going to be close. Mm-hmm. Lou didn't want to hear that, but it was close. Kennedy <laughs> took the opening kickoff 98 yards for a touchdown. Everybody's like, whoa. Um, but it was negated by a penalty. Uh, Shaw trailed that game 13 to 10 at half, but Coach Hank Turney gets his boys in the locker room. He talks them up. He coaches them up. They come back. They pitch a second half shutout. They score 10 more points, so they win it 20 to 13. That is the 10th straight win for the Eagles. They're at their first semifinal game since 2008. And who do they play? Uh, tonight, yeah. Shaw's going to have a tough, tough opponent. They're going to play. Uh, St. Thomas Moore out in Lafayette. St. Thomas Moore has a 22-game win streak. They're the defending state champs. A uh, little interesting note, if you ever got a chance or ever get a chance to see St. Thomas Moore play, they're out in Lafayette. Their stadium is really amazing, a really nice stadium. The way they start the game is their locker room is like under the stadium. Mm-hmm. They turn off the lights. They put a bunch of smoke and like uh, blinking lights, strobe lights. They play like inner Sandman. And then the team sprints. There's a hole, like, in the middle of the stands where people sit. You know, like you would come out through a concourse. The team runs through the hole in the middle of the stands and down to the field, like through inner Sandman with blinking strobe lights and smoke. It's really kind of fun. They've got some chrome helmets that they they bring out for the playoffs. It's it's actually a cool sight to see. But Shaw's going to be on the road. Tough task tonight. St. Thomas Moore. We'll see how that plays out. If they win, Shaw's playing in the Dome for a state championship. 
Well, I hope they don't go through all that tonight. I'm just kidding. Thank you, Brad. We'll be listening. It'll all be on the air. Thank you, sir. Brad Luminay, Alan Waddell, Lou Valden. Tonight, the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup starts at 7. They put high school on the air for you, and it's nice to go back and relive it. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to Mark Rosa help you manage. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did